Hi, I'm a day late this week. I will admit that I was like, F this piece of S. I'm not doing it anymore. And then I went and looked at my stats and they were slightly up from last week. So <sighs> thank you to the three people, additional people who started listening. So now I'm like, I guess I got to keep going, even if my new listeners are robots. Um, I've been watching a couple episodes of Black Mirror. I've never watched that before. So that made me think of it because of robots. Maybe it's people's clones who are listening to me. Actually, last night I woke up in the middle of the night just sweating and just my husband came to bed. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was having some nightmare about clones, people who were like clones, but they were zombies and somebody had a hammer and they were trying to hit me in the head. Whew. Um, I got to stop eating food right before bed, I guess. I Five minutes ago, I was just eating ice cream. What is the best ice cream? Do you know? Do you want me to tell you? I'll, I'll let you in on the secret. It's Briar's Chocolate Chip Mint. I think that's been my favorite since I was a little kid. I can't really eat ice cream. It gives me a tummy ache. But sometimes I'm just play with fire. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you? I have this friend. He'd call himself a colleague, but he's a friend of mine. And he went, he, he said to me, we were walking at lunch and he goes, you know, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. Did I tell you this story? You play with fire, you're going to get burned. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? He said, I went to the grocery store and I bought some soup in a container and I didn't pay close attention and, and I put it in the bag and I brought it home. And by the time I got home, it had dumped out into the bag and there was only a tiny bit of soup left. He's like, you know, you let your guard down, you're going to get burned. And I was like, if that's the expression you use for a soup spilling in a bag, like, what do you use when, like, your wife sleeps with your best friend or something, you know? Like, you really got to be careful. It's like how everybody says everything is awesome. You got to be careful. You can't get too expressive over small things because then when the big shit goes down, people are going to be like, yeah, well, remember that time you got burned because you spilled your soup? Ah, and the rest of that story is that he was like, I'm going to go back to that store and tell them that their packaging is flawed and see if they'll give me a refund. And I was like, well, you let me know when you're going to do that so that I can make sure I'm not with you. <laughs> Chocolate chip mint, right? You love it. It's so good. Um, I'm sure you want to know what I thought of Black Mirror. I, I, There's only two episodes I think I've seen. One was with the Hamaconda, they call him. Juan Hamon. All right, sorry, that's too cheesy. John Ham, he did you ever see those things? Just Google if you haven't seen it. The Hamaconda. Don't do it if you're at work. <laughs> but there's a known thing called the Hamaconda, and it's in John Ham's pants. I I feel like it's a prosthetic. If you see the pictures, you're just like, this has got to be a prosthetic. 
So I watched an episode with John Hamm where he was like uh, messing with some guy who'd committed a crime. I didn't know. It was interesting. I mean, John Hamm. Did you ever see those things? He he made he was like on a game show in the eighties, like um, a dating show or who who knows? But he had like long, funny hair, and which reminds me, I keep we watch Law and Order every once in a while, and um, in the last week, I have seen on Law and Order um, Michael Showalter, Joe Latrulio. They're both from the state, and um, and um, mm, that guy. I think he was in that Anchorman movie that I hated. I know everybody loves that movie. I hate that movie. Oh, I can't think of his name. I want to say Paul Rudd, and that's totally not it. I want to say Paul something. He's kind of has a square head. He's kind of balding. He's he's kind of a. Oh, I can't remember his name. Do you want me to look it up? Are you shouting at the thing right now? I can't look it up because I'm. Oh, fine. Anyway, I love seeing, oh, and you know who else I saw? The guys from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So Charlie Day was on a Law and Order. And um, so was um, Rob McElhenney. Um, okay, Anchorman cast. Sorry to do this to you. It's totally going to be not that exciting. Wasn't he an Anchorman? Oh, no. <laughs> I did all this and the guy wasn't even an Anchorman? My God, there's a lot of people. Paul F. Tompkins was in Anchorman? Don't say that. I like Paul F. Tompkins. Seriously? The, the, I don't think he was in this. I think now they're just showing people. He says Paul F. Tompkins was MC. Danny Trejo? I guess he wasn't in Anchorman. Never mind. I think he reminds me of that guy, David Kirchner, who was in it shit he was in um children's hospital is that what it's called the one the clown show children's i'm sorry children's hospital oh cast was it called children's hospitals like clown rob cordry <laughs> was called children's hospital rob cordry everyone now hopefully opening chrome did not kill all my shit um what else is new? Um, our government shut down. Look at that. I'm getting political for the first minute ever. Our fucking government shut down. The only reason I bring it up is because I was looking through interviews. I'm like, what interview could I do? And I saw this one. It's called Andrea's boyfriend hated that she worked at the DMV. Excuse me. I'm burpy. See, I couldn't. I shouldn't be eating that ice cream. But shit, it was good. So Andrea's boyfriend hated that she worked at the DMV. It just made me think of the government. Fuck all those people, man. Mostly fuck Trump, but fuck all those people. Isn't it so good that we can say fuck Trump and not be beheaded or something? It's so good, although I know Alexa's recording me. I try not to say it while she's around. Anyway... Um, Andrea's boyfriend totally hated that she worked at the DMV. This is from 2011. Is anything else new? Did you make any New Year's resolutions? I didn't. I was, well, actually, I made one sort of resolution where I th said to my husband, I'm going to get out the DVD of Gilad, this Israeli workout guy, 
And I'm also going to get out a DVD of um, this lady who does Pilates, Windsor Pilates. These are both like videos I did 10 years ago. And um, I probably won't do the exercise, but at least I'll get the DVDs out. So I feel like maybe, and then I just didn't even get the DVDs out. So that was it. <sighs> There's a hair. <sighs> Sorry. My producer's going to cut all that out. Right, Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, Jimmy, put your shirt on. You don't need to. I was thinking of starting a Twitter where I just talk to my John Bon Jovi poster. Like each day, I just say, well, hello, sir. And I'm like, you know, Tuesday, I'm like, that laundry doesn't do itself, John. You know, and then just becomes like this hot and heavy relationship between me and my poster. And then I can't figure out what's real and what's not. That could be an episode of Black Mirror. If if anyone listening works on Black Mirror and they need an idea for an episode, I have to star in it, clearly, because maybe at the end of the episode, the real John Bon Jovi shows up, although I just don't know if he'd have to wear a wig, like the 80s wig, if, if I want, yeah. Okay, so when did you work at the DMV, Andrea? She said, I was 19 years old, and it was the summer after my freshman year of college. All my friends were going off to work as bankers. Oh, Andrea. Um, I was hoping to get a job as a flagger for state roads, but at the time they had so many problems with women and sexual harassment that I thought it might not be the best idea. So I got a, a job as a receptionist at the DMV. Oh, you guys, I, I'm talking about politics. Now I'm going to talk about feminism for two minutes. I work with all men, so many men. And the other day they were just, there's like a funny alias that goes around. It has like 1,500 people on it. It's just an internal distribution list where you can, you know, sell your couch or just chat with people, send out funny memes and stuff. And somebody sent out a thing that said like, it was something about Jurassic Park, which I've never seen. And it was saying um, there was like a plot point that they ne I never realized was that they only had one IT guy, and it was a picture of Newman from Seinfeld. And then someone wrote back and said, no, no, two IT guys, and you forgot Samuel L. Jackson. And then I just wrote back and I said, what about the IT girls? Yeah. So now <laughs> I'm sure half the company is going to be like, I need to avoid her because, well, more than half the company, like 85, 95% of the company's men so I'm, I'm sure they're all just like going to see me and take a few steps back or just be like, oh, she's the one who's hypersensitive. But fuck what, you know, if I if I had a nickel for every time I heard the phrase IT guy. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't even think there should be a job called IT person. I think there should just be nothing. <laughs> there should just be a reintroduction of society where we kind of start from scratch where we just like you know trade shit and learn how to make stuff but then again I should be careful what I wish for because that could happen any day at this point okay hot button hot button episode first I'm a day late and then I just annoy you with my okay she's working at the DMV oh and for our international audience you might just by now you probably googled it but um, DMV is the Department of Motor Vehicles. So it's where you go to get your driver's license. You stand in line there. You take your driver's test. Oh my God, you guys. 
what was your uh, someday uh, my daughter's 12 i'm gonna have to teach her how to drive in a few years holy shit do you remember learning how to drive i remember my dad took me we had a white dodge caravan and he took me to the local elementary school and they had like a traffic circle you know like just a bus circle that was like an oval and um, the first time we went around it I went really 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 slow and so my dad said you know I think you can take it a little bit faster so then the next time I whipped it around the corner and the the what did I say Dodge Caravan right yeah it was like on around the corner and my dad was like maybe next time you don't you don't go so fast then um but I also I took driver's ed did you ever take that class after school at the high school and um the teacher's name was like Mr. Pumpernickel or something if you grew up in Mountaintop tell me what his name was Mr. Papa Paparelli Papadopoulos Papa Papa Squat. I don't know what the fuck his name was. Okay. I said, hey, Andrea, what was it like to work there? She said, it was definitely interesting, though parts were really sad. There were 15-year-olds who couldn't pass the vision exam because their eyesight was so poor and they'd never been to an optometrist. Why is it I always think it's going to be an upbeat interview and then it always turns out to be sad? Because life is just, you know, don't make me sing the Facts of Life theme song. Ooh, by the way, you know Mindy Cohn from The Facts of Life, Natalie? Um, she will do, she will send your friends a video. Now I got to look it up. What's it called? Canon or something? Basically for $45, let me find it. You can send your friend. I sent my friend a video of Mindy Cohn. And what's it called? Um, I don't see it now. Oh, it went away. It was called like Canon Cameo. Okay. Oh, shit. Now I lost my interview. Oh, no. Cameo. Oh, there she is. Mindy Cohn for 45 bucks. Mindy Cohn will do a little um, video and you can send it to your friends. Um, I guess apparently um, she had, not she, the guy from the Patriots, New England Patriots had done some racist stuff this way like because he didn't know I guess he was like yeah Pepe the Frog blah 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 or I, I don't know what he did that's just my version of it and then Tiffany and Debbie Gibson are also on that site you could spend all day on there cameo.com I, I don't watch like the Real Housewives but there's some of those Sean oh, what's his name oh, this I'm just going to rename the podcast Dementia Ooh, that's not bad Dementia. You've been dementia. No, you just dementia. Sean Atkins. No, the Atkins diet. Sean, the guy from the Stranger Things show. Aston. Sean Aston. Jesus Christ. He's on there. Andy Dix is on there. Um, oh, that one Ter Terrell Owens. Okay. Anyway, these poor kids had never been to an optometrist. And they'd fail their vision exam. Jesus, that's depressing. There were older people who were losing their independence. Oh, great. Another depressing. <laughs> One older woman came in and failed the test every week for a year and a half. Ah, oh, I didn't realize you could do it that often. 
I remember when my grandma was like 94, she had this Oldsmobile, it was a V8 or something, super powerful car, and we like, Aah! and she was just a freaking crazy driver, and we finally had to tell her, like, you're, you got to stop driving, and it's really a horrible thing to do to somebody. I mean, she would have just run over a few people. It's not a big deal. Okay, this poor woman. I said, do you remember what happened to her? She had, I have no clue what happened to that old lady. As far as I know, she's probably still trying to pass the test, or she's dead. Um, I said to Andrea, I don't remember ever recently having to take a driving test. They just sent me the updated license in the mail. That's true. Other than new drivers, who's taking the test? She said, after a certain age, you have to take it periodically. Uh-oh, computer? Oh, there you are. Um, or if you allow your license to expire, you have something like one to three month grace period, but then you have to take the test again. Oh my God. Do you think you could pass that test? Like, what's the speed limit in a school zone? Oh, my God. Oh, that gives me just, oh, it's been years. I should probably have to retake it. The last time I took that test was probably 20-some years ago. Ten, I, it was when I first moved to Seattle, so 96? I don't know. You basically have all my personal information now, so have at it. <laughs> I don't know. That reminds me of the other Black Mirror episode I saw was the one where her husband dies and she's pregnant with this baby and she clones him and it starts with just audio and video messages and then suddenly he becomes like she orders a full-on human that looks just like him that was creepy as shit bet that guy didn't have a driver's license um oh no <laughs> the next sentence the next paragraph says um um one older man we took his license away and he went to the bathroom, had a bowel movement, and smeared it all over the walls. I could see myself doing that. If they took, like, I'm getting, like I said, I'm getting, like, more feminist, more, I'm starting to speak my mind just a little bit more. I'm still a wuss, but I do it a little bit more. And if, in another, like, 20 years, if somebody took away my driver's license, but then I'd be like, oh, they have to clean it off. I feel so bad. <laughs> so she said, okay, he smeared it all over the walls. I said, no, he did not. She said, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. He tried to write something like F-U. Oh, no. She said, and I don't know if he was coherent enough to even write that, but my job was to Clorox it off. So do you think he picked up the poop in his hand and then smeared it? Or do you think he at least tried to use a paper towel or something? Jesus, dude. I said, oh, my. She said, yeah. Another time I had a man spit in my face. He lived way out in the country and you need lots of documentation and he had forgotten something like his cable bill. Now listen, I'm a generally nice person. I'm talking for me now, Suzanne. Me. Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne. Suzanne. I'm talking about me. If I can see, I've I've had that issue in the past where I've Oh, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think of when I was like irrationally angry when I was at the World Series in 2015 and the Mets lost. I was a nut job. I was in the bathroom and I was screaming <laughs> just to myself and people were looking at me. Um, but the I was um, where I live downtown in Seattle. It's been swarmed by Amazon people. It's just like it's just fucking Amazon everywhere you can uh, walk. And there was a day where they had blocked off the sidewalk for construction and in order to get to my house 
not only are there just hundreds of fucking Amazon people all everywhere, but the sidewalk was closed. So I had to like go a block out of the way kind of and then come back. It was really nothing, honestly, but I lost my shit. I was just like, I live right there. Because basically I live right where all these Amazon people walk or work <laughs> and walk. I was just like, but I live right fucking there. Like I went crazy just because I had to walk half a block out of the way. But it was just, it was just, you know, I didn't spit in anybody's face, but I, I could have, I, I, that, yeah. Uh, I said, what kind of things did you do as the receptionist? Oh, she was the receptionist. Okay. So she wasn't like, um processing people's things I guess but she said I was the receptionist on the first day but I think they got the sense that I'd be better with licenses that I'd be good with kids it was very busy in the summer with lots of kids getting their licenses so that's what I did we would switch stations every four or six weeks and there were three stations reception processing license and cashiers processing licenses and cashier they rotated so you wouldn't get soured on one station See, I think I could, well, no, I can't. What am I saying? Andrea's a goddamn saint. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't do this. Are you kidding? I, yeah, I don't, if somebody spit in my face at work, I'd go in the bathroom and cry. <laughs> That's how tough I am. Okay, Andrea says they had one other intern that summer. She stayed about a week and a half. <laughs> the beginning was the hardest part, but I was fascinated by it. I was wondering who decides, I'll do this job for the rest of my life. You'd think there would be a type, but they were all so different. And you see such a cross-section of the U.S. I spent a lot of time reading. I, don't, I said, I don't think I've ever been to the DMV when there wasn't a long wait. How did that work? She said, we'd have some off time. Our first hour and last hour were, were pretty slow. It was a very rural DMV office. I remember my boyfriend at the time was a staunch libertarian, and he was disgusted that I took that job. He made me read Atlas Shrugged that summer. <laughs> Go, Andrea. Ah, oh, don't ever, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, don't ever let make a man make you read a book. But I've had a man make me watch a bunch of TV shows, and some of them weren't too bad. Okay, um, any other weird characters? She said, there was a homeless man who was always threatening to blow up the place. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Andrea. Uh, I said, did that bother you at all? She said, we knew he wasn't going to do it. He carried a shotgun, but he also had a load of bags, and he probably brought along the gun simply because he needed to carry all of his possessions wherever he went. He would have had to put them down to pick up the gun. What, what do you even... What do you, she said, people also love to bring in exotic pets. Andrew, people also love to bring in exotic pets like tarantulas and snakes. One guy had a bearded dragon. He wore long gold chains. I, oh my God, this is, I'm sorry. I said, I assume you mean the guy wore chains, not the dragon, right? She said, the man wore the gold chains. The bearded dragon clung to his shoulder and licked the air. That is a great visual. <laughs> Somebody needs to write a story about this guy who's, wearing, who's like going into the rural DMV, got his gold chains and a bearded dragon who clings to his shoulder and licks the air. I don't know what a bearded dragon is. Do you? I'm learning all kinds of shit about animals by doing this thing. Okay, any other interesting people? 
She said, let's see. There were people for whom English is not their first language, and they were allowed to bring their own translator. You could pick up when the translator was telling them the answers. <laughs> we never threw anyone out who cheated on the driving test, but we would get into big arguments when we made those accusations. She said everyone lied about their weight. More people lie than not. Well, let's, I'm trying to think of myself, you know, it's like, I put my weight on there. It's my weight from, you know, 15 years ago, but it's still, it was my weight. I'll be that weight again someday. I have to, because I'm wearing, I got to go to the beach and wear this uh, sweet bathing suit my husband gave me. Did I show you that? I'll put that on the website, the, the. It's the most incredible bathing suit you've ever seen. Do you watch Law & Order? It's basically a Lenny Briscoe bathing suit. So if you want to have your mind blown, go to Suzanne. I can't even say it. SuzanneYegley.com and click podcasts. And I'll, I'll put a picture of a sweet, sweet bathing suit. And then that's when I'm going to get down to the weight that it says on my license. You know, it's weird. I don't care about my age, really. I mean, my face is starting to look like a paper bag, so I am looking older, but I don't give a shit. It's like, I am what I am as far as age. I'm not going to say it on here because you might as well fucking get my social security number. I'm just telling you, yes, I'm not telling you my weight because I feel like a fat cow, but I don't mind telling you my age. If I see you in person, I'll tell you. <laughs> I probably said it on here before. Okay. Andrea says, another thing that struck me as weird, you think they'd shred licenses they took away, but they had these huge tubs of licenses. There are cameras all over the place. You'd get fired, but I thought I could totally get several thousand dollars for these. They were expired licenses, but nine out of ten, you could flash it at a bar and get served. I said, have you been back to the DMV since that summer? She said, I did have to go back when I turned 21 and they all remembered me. I said, did it make you sad to leave? She said, I miss not knowing what weird things were going to happen, but it made me take my education more seriously. Boy, I love this. There's a little tweet button at the bottom of the page. What happens if I click tweet? Oh, no. Uh, mm, eh, I don't know how to do that. I better not. <laughs> Uh-oh, now I'm trapped in on my phone where I don't understand what I'm doing. See, I'm that old. I was, all those people were posting on Twitter um, about um, I'm this old and I was going to post that I'm, I'm, I'm the age where, you know, those um, pill things where they have the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the little pill containers where you put the pills for each day. I'm like, I'm the age where I'm like, that is such a clever idea. Because, yeah, that's, hmm. did we read this one? Is this the one I'm going to do today? I think I'm going to do this one. Oh, there's two. Should I do, I think I did this one. I'm going to do this other one. You don't care. Uh, this woman, Jessica Anderson, was formerly an obituary clerk. So we did the DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles, and we're now we're doing an obituary clerk. Uh, so the first question, have you ever written your own obituary, like as a writing prompt? I think you're supposed to do that. I'm, I'm, did I tell you this? 
so basically I spent like a year writing all these stories and I made this compilation that I was like, okay, it's a book. And I proposed it to a bunch of agents and they were all like, no thanks. And then I recently sent it off to an editor who edited the heck out of it for me, which is wonderful. And now I need to go back and do all those edits. Um, why did I tell you that? Oh, I don't remember. I'm suddenly super tired. <laughs> Maybe because that's my excuse for not doing the podcast on time. I'm just super tired. And next week, I can't make any guarantees either because I won't be around this weekend. So we'll see. Okay. Jessica is a former obituary clerk. Um, she said the title was obituary clerk. You don't actually write the obituaries. They're sourced through the funeral home. You go through and make sure the writing fits associated press format. A lot of the job is waiting for the funeral home to call. I said, did you purposely seek out this job? It's Jessica, right? Yeah, Jessica. Um, she said, yeah, when I, well, when I first moved to Texas, it was the first job I applied for. In the back of my head, I knew surely not a lot of people were applying for this job. My daughter needs to get in the shower. Should I scream at her? She's still at that age where she really doesn't want to take a shower. Actually, I'm getting to that age, too, on the weekend. I'm just like, oh, shower. I'm, I'm not going to scream. I was going to scream. Okay, so I'm sorry. She moved to Texas, and in the back of her head, she, she thought maybe not a lot of people would apply for this job. And I said, and your job? Uh-oh. <coughs> See, that's just the kind of excitement you get on my podcast. You could... You know, you think things are just, I'm talking about obituaries. Next thing you know, I'm sneezing right into the microphone. <sighs> also, update, I'm not in the closet this week if it sounds different. I decided, like, if I'm going to do this shit, I'm going to lay on the bed with a heating pad on my back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And I also, did I tell you, I wear a necklace so that if I fall down, I can just push the button and it'll call the emergency people. <laughs> and I don't take the elevator. I always, I have a, a little chair that just goes down the stairs. Uh, but shit, I totally have a, I totally have a hot pad on my lower back right now. I sleep with a hot pad a little bit at night. Like, you know what's, it, I'm telling you, you need to consider this. You get a hot pad. It's not a hot pad. It's called a, a heating pad. The hot pad is what you use to get stuff out of the oven. A heating pad is for your lower back. Anyway, what I do is at night, when I know I'm about to go to bed, I go brush my teeth. But before I brush my teeth, I throw this sweet, sweet heating pad under the blankets and I, you know, put the blanket over top. And then when I'm done brushing my teeth, I come in and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Although last night I was sweating so bad that I was ha it made me have zombie dreams. So maybe you got to make sure you turn it off. Although I think this one will go off after a while. One, Okay, I'm sorry. One more story. I had this friend who had a waterbed and it had a heater. It was a heated waterbed. And I guess the heater thing was broken and like he would come into work and he was just like, I don't feel good. And like after it turned out that he learned, he came in one day and he's like, my bed was cooking me alive. Like, I don't know what kind of, I don't know anything about cooking. 
like what is it called is he broiling himself basically his bed was like heated water that was like evaporating too it was just like cooking him alive anyway i think he got that fixed how cool are water beds i wouldn't want one but they're so fun to like goof around on my uncle used to have one when i was a kid i was just i loved visiting because i was like i could fuck around on his water bed okay anyway so she she made sure there were no uh, no typos in the obituaries and that they fit AP style. She said, I remember we always had to look for the word internment. No. Oh, intermit? Wait, what the fuck? I always, we always had to look for the word I-N-T-E-R-M-E-N-T. Interment. Interment. Instead of internment, like in an internment camp. Everybody thought that was pretty funny. Fuck. If you want to, <laughs> if you're going to think it's funny, you must first understand what the fuck she's talking about. I'm such a dummy. I must have I must have looked this up. Well, apparently there's a difference between the word internment. I always thought when you shove somebody's body in a in a God, it's mortifying to even think about. But anyway, like say you have a mausoleum, is that what it's called? Like a walk-in closet for bodies and you put somebody in a drawer there that that was called in interring so interment is i guess the other version of it yeah yeah i'm gonna write a book i don't know basic grammar i said what do you remember most about the job she said i remember that <laughs> sorry sorry guys um, I remember that uh, you're, you're going to be like, why'd she laugh so hard? It's not that funny. I think it's funny. She said, I remember that somebody's middle name was Peebo, like P-E-A-B-O. And that was my goldfish's name. Okay. I thought it was funny. Somebody's middle name was Peebo, like Peebo Bryson. I, you just never hear the word Peebo anymore. Somebody name your kid Peebo or your cat or something. And that was her goldfish's name. I say, can you confirm how you spell Peebo? Oh, yeah, because this, oh, my shit, I did this over the phone. She said P-E-A-B-O, like Peebo Bryson. Fuck it, who, who is Peebo Bryson? I think it's a singer, right? I don't know. So much research I'm going to have to do, but I want to just put this podcast up so I can please my demanding viewers, <laughs> listeners. Oh, who does this? Who sits in their bedroom and records shit for people and no one even listens? Why do I keep... Why, God? Why? Maybe if I believed in God, that'd be a start. Okay. I was going to say their name, but I couldn't remember if that was really the name of the person. Oh, I'm talking about Peebo Bryson. Anyway, was this wasn't a very exciting job. She said, it was incredibly boring. It didn't provide the excitement I was looking for. I did a lot of internet surfing, and because it was the South, they had a great recipe column. We got our favorite macaroni and cheese recipe from there. I guess she means the paper, the newspaper. I said, how'd you get the obituary submissions? The funeral home either emailed or faxed. I rarely talked to the actual person. I said, do you remember any of the content of the obituaries? She said, they're usually full of cliches like so-and-so met her lord and maker on such and such day. The intro was always who died, the day they were born, and when they died, where they were from. Then their big life moments like college and marriage. Sometimes they were short and just listed their name, birth, and death days, and where they went to church. I guess you were supposed to know something about them based on where they went to church. 
You know what's the worst kind of obituary? This is me talking now. It's not the interview. Is when they say, like, so-and-so died at age 32, and, and they don't say why. And you're like, you know, as a human, you want to think, like, you're like, don't let it be cancer, because I don't want to die young of cancer. Don't let it be heart attack or stroke, you know. You always hope that that's not going to happen to you. So you're like, please let it have been, like, a grizzly car accident or a suicide, maybe. Oh, never mind. Let's not. Never mind. Okay. I said, was this a full-time job? She said, I just worked the, I was the weekend obituary clerk. I worked on Saturdays and Sundays. It wasn't enough hours to live on. The lady who did the obituaries during the week had large, perfectly, perfect, perfectly, perfectly coiffed hair and wore big frilly square dancing skirts every day. She'd be on the phone and say, people are just dying to get into the paper today. And then she'd laugh and laugh. She must have said that a million times in her life. What were the people like who worked for the funeral home? She said, the person I worked with the most, I think she used to have the obituary clerk job and she got hired by the funeral home to create obituaries for them. She was the weirdest person. She had strong feelings about what obituaries should say. She really got behind the meet her lord and maker business. I said, so you left. She said, yeah, I worked there less than three months. I had to train the woman who replaced me. She was the only person who applied, and she seemed to have a complete lack of social skills. She was very sweet, but she was late to work every day. I remember on the first day, she was an hour and a half late. Boy, that's 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 getting pretty late, an hour and a half. Um, when the day was over, I remember walking out to her car, and it was one of those things where... There were stacks of junk mail on her windshield and piles of stuff in the back seat. Mm. I said, was the job depressing? She said, it was sad when someone had no surviving family members or the surviving members didn't care enough to write anything. At least 80% of the people were really old, so it was more of a straightforward editing job. It was really the least glamorous job. I said, how about the other people who worked at the paper? She said, Jim Bob was the guy who did paste up and design. He was a really nice guy, but I remember calling my mom and saying, I can't believe I'm working with a guy named Jim Bob. <laughs> it is pretty fascinating. I, I watch um, Project Runway All-Stars, and there's a guy on there. His name is Anthony Michael. No, <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. His name is Anthony Ryan Ald, and they always call him Anthony Ryan. And my daughter's like, why do they keep calling him Anthony Ryan? Because she thought his last name was Ryan. It's like, no. But you know... Serial killers have the three names. He should not be going by three names. Anyway, I wonder what Jim Bob's last name was. All right. I think I'm, well, yeah, I'm almost done. Did people pay a lot for obituaries? She said it costs like 40 or $50 to publish an obituary with no border, no photo. Jeez, that's, I thought, I don't know why I thought obituaries were free. I thought like marriage announcements and obituaries were free. I just don't even think about it. Um, for 250 or $300, you get a photo and a fancy border. We make a PDF and send the proofs to the funeral home. You know, I have to say, I was looking, the last time I looked for an obituary um, was this woman. When I worked at the pizza place all those years ago, there was a woman there named Irene. And whenever I think about my retirement, I always think of her because she was probably in her 60s. And she had like kind of a bouffant hairdo, blonde bouffant hairdo, uh, black kind of heavy eyeliner, chain smoker, and she called everybody honey. 
I probably told you this before, but her name is Irene. And so she'd go around here and say, hey, honey, what can I get you, honey? And she was just the sweetest, kindest chain smoker. Like she had that thick, heavy voice, sweetest chain smoker lady. And the greatest, like that's pretty great already. And I always think like if I retire, like I want to call everybody honey and be a chain smoker and just work at a diner. But um, she, her real name she's passed and I looked up her her thing her real name is Lillian Pickett isn't that lovely like everyone called her Irene but her real name is Lillian Pickett and I just think that is the lovely loveliest name you could ever just make up Lillian Pickett okay I asked her uh while you were there did you write your own obituary because that's it does seem like something writers would do because that's I'm sure I've done that I'm like, Suzanne Yagley, superstar, died today, 104. Um, so she said, not really. You do learn what you don't want, like the went to meter maker kind of thing. I said, would you do this job again if it paid well? She said, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I also interviewed someone once who accidentally became like the editor of a newspaper, of a local newspaper. Maybe I'll have to do that one next week if I remember. All right, don't give me any flack, slack. Don't cut me any slack. Don't give me any flack. Don't give me any crap because I am a day late. I might not, I might be a day late next week. I might be nothing next week. Part of the reason why I'm doing this is my husband is out at the Greta Van Fleet show. Have you seen them? They're basically this band that's like Led Zeppelin. Um, and we went to see them at the tractor a year or so ago but the guy does not sound on all his they all their videos and on their album and stuff they sound just like Led Zeppelin and they sing about like fairies and all that shit and like um you know medieval something but then you see him in person and you're just kind of like huh it doesn't really sound like um Robert Plant at all and Robert Plant is still alive so yeah okay well Hey, you know, may all your New Year's dream wishes, dreams come true. And may you be having a lovely week back at work. Um, my husband and my daughter are supposed to get up every morning and he, he takes her to the bus stop to go to school. And this is the second time he just completely slept in. <laughs> and this time my daughter texted me, um, Daddy's still sleeping. I'm like, well, get his ass up. You got to get to school. <laughs> I go to work early. Oh, I can't take it. It's I'm so tired. Are you as tired as I am? I just getting up like on a schedule. Oh, it's a drag. It's a drag, man. You know, I've never seen that movie with Matthew McConaughey. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to change this to dementia because I can't think of the name where he's like, hey, now, hey, now, hey, now. <laughs> That's not what he says. Hello, hello, hello. What does he say? Oh, no. Ah, oh, fuck. I can't think. All right, all right, all right. Oh, thank God. God, did you see that? I almost had a stroke. Maybe that'll be my sign-off from now on. I've never seen that damn movie, but who, who doesn't love the idea of a McConaughey saying, all right, all right, all right. Okay, that's the end for today. I'm ending this shit. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Okay, bye.